Welcome to another episode of the WSNT podcast. Shout out to our everyday listeners, our consistent listeners, and to our new listeners. What's up and welcome. This is episode 11. <sighs> anyway, I did say, before we get into anything, I did say I was going to give an update this week on how we celebrated the 10th episode. Right. So, before... For context, I have we haven't been to the beach all year. Right. We haven't been to the beach all year. But this last two I feel like it's been two weeks, right? It has been two weeks. It's just been one week. But since the last episode, since the last episode, we've been to the beach twice and a night, which was awesome. Night beach is really a thing. I didn't know it was like a culture and so on. Like the number of people I didn't expect to see that many people there. Like in hindsight, it was really cool to see that many people there because at least, you know, there's a little safety feel about it. Like, okay, the so-so-so number of people here, so <laughs> nothing will happen. Anyway, when we went to the beach with some friends on the, the first Saturday, went to the beach with some friends, and just this past um, weekend, went to the beach again with some friends. Um... A few takeaways. I realized that. See, let's save that for another episode. Speaking of the last episode we dropped, the uh, body count you're saying episode episode ten. Um, the feedback has been the feedback has been very interesting. And as I said, we did promise uh, a part two, more where we we sort of go deeper into um the whole body count discussion and um the whole issue with uh, challenges with pornography and all, all that. So we're working on that. It's definitely coming. This is going to be a very short episode. Um, I just wanted to rant a bit. I, for, for, for the longest time, for the longest time, I felt like, um, I always felt like um, the country's politics, right? The country's politics and whoever is in government is of no concern to me. I mean, in all transparency, I've, I've never voted. Um, I think I've been eligible for three or four elections and I, I have never voted. And basically, the only reason why I haven't voted be- before is because I really, 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 really do not like my options. <laughs> I, hate, I hated the fact that I had to vote between, quote-unquote, quote uh, the lesser of two evils. Like, why can't there be a solid candidate? And it had me thinking that, why, can't, why don't we have... Why don't we have... Now, this is going to be a hot take, but why don't we have, like, like for me, why can't I identify a Christian running for election? And I know politics is really a shady game, but and no, please, no one should, no one should mention my parents as because his his ideologies are. Um, let's just say I do not agree with <laughs> his ideologies. Anyway, so yes, why can't we have like a Christian, like for me, why can't we have like a Christian person or a Christian male or female? I don't really care. 
running for president where I'm comfortable with the person's values and uh, that, okay, this person I know has a certain moral code they live by that I am comfortable endorsing. That, okay, this guy I know or this woman I know is, and when I say guy, guy for me, guy is unisex. So when I say guy, I'm talking about man or woman. I don't tell you. So this guy, this guy I know is definitely going to get the job done. Because I was driving by, I was driving on, so I was, first I was driving on the, the motorway at night and I was like, yo, it's crazy that there's no, like it's really dark. So if your headlamps are really good, like very difficult driving. And on the beach with the same thing. And I'm like, why does it feel like, and I'm not saying Ghana hasn't made any progress. Ghana probably has made progress since um, we won independence in 57, way before my time. <laughs> However, looking at my years alive, it's very... There has been some progress. There has been some, um, some not significant. Well, to me, anyways, I might be wrong because it's 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 very annoying to pay attention to because I'm not really Charlie. It's very tiring to make excuses for these niggas that oh, but he this person did this and this person did that. So anyway, my point was, I used to not be concerned about politics and the government because. My mindset was always, okay, um, I have such strong belief in the prosperity that has been set aside for me through my faith in Jesus Christ that I always said that irrespective of the happenings of the land or the happenings in the land, it wasn't going to um, affect my growth my prosperity, my success, which may be true, but then you realize that even in scripture, it sort of encourages um, Christians to be interested, right? It encourages Christians to be interested in the governance of the land because if you are here on earth, you need to abide by the rules of whatever land you, you're in, right? With that being said, we go when you look at a scripture like um, 1 Timothy um, chapter 2, where it says, First of all, I urge that petitions, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be offered for everyone, right? And then it says, For kings and all those in authority, so that we may lead tranquil and quiet lives in all godliness and dignity. Essentially, you can't pray, you can't, you can't pray for something you are not bothered about. And if you are not bothered about it, you can't, like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, you need to be, you need to, you need to have interest in it to pray about it. So, I realized that, okay, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm not doing this, this part well. Maybe I should probably take some interest, some interest in <clears throat> whoever is governing the land. Because 
even if it might not affect me, if you care about the prosperity of the people of the land in general, then you need to be interested in the person who is leading these people, aka the president, the ruling government, blah, blah, blah. But it's, I'm not going to lie, it's so hard. It's so hard and so very frustrating to give a, uh, to, to really care about what's happening because these people are very, very disappointed. And it's crazy when you think about the fact that I initially said, Nadia just come to me, I initially said that we could get someone who has certain, certain code of conduct, right? You expect, based on what scriptures teaches, right? You expect that person to be Christian, a person with such high moral standards, uncom- uncompromising principles, and Charlie Spirit-filled to lead the people to prosperity. And most of these, if you're being honest, most of these people, most of these men, and it's really men, come on, let's give a man a chance. Let's give a man a chance to be president. I want, I want to see something. I want to see something. Maybe, maybe, Ghana's key to prosperity is a woman being president. Not Adras Afo. Was that, was that, was that her name? <laughs> not her. She, she, she's very interesting, but maybe not her. But maybe Ghana's key to, Ghana's key to um, prosperity might be a woman president. You never know. But we, the men have really been disappointing within the country. Um, and I think there's, there's so much greed, maybe gen, in generally the hearts of men. But why? I was, just look, I was just thinking when I was driving on the beach road just yesterday, and I'm like, okay, is it really, is it really difficult to, for Ghana to progress or for Ghana to have some form of dev- like visible development? I know the president has been saying some plenty things about can't you see we are working, blah, blah, blah. But Charlie, honestly, we know they see shit. And I'm asking myself, is it really difficult to make the progress, like tangible progress? Is it really difficult to do that? Because let's not get it twisted. Ghana is filled with brilliant individuals. Look at the, these private organizations that are being set up and they are, how they've grown from strength to strength. Well, I'm, well <laughs> I don't know what... what our principles they work with, but the ones I know of personally and their growth, the the the, the bosses, the top guys are pretty stand-up guys. And you look at how these people have sort of put certain processes and procedures and strategies in place to grow their business. And are you saying that so the idea that a Ghanaian cannot make it happen for Ghana is to is 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 false. It is, but I'm, I'm trying to understand where that switch happens. When, when, when do they get a little taste of, um, should I say power? I don't know if the word is power, but I think there's, I don't know if it's, this is scripture, but there's a saying that says power corrupts, but absolute power corrupts absolutely, right? And I think it's very evident in, in the uh, officials we elect because especially the first timers, the first timers that get elected, anytime they're running, it's always the sweetest, best promises. See, let me tell you something about the last election, the free SHS thing. 
I really don't understand how we fell for it. But I realized that me not understanding why Ghanians fell for it was me speaking from a very, not very, was me speaking from a position of privilege. Right? Me saying that, ah, Papa, how can you feel? Like, it doesn't make sense. It's me speaking from a, a, a privileged position because to an extent I could have, you see, when you can afford certain things, you take, you, you sort of take them for granted. So it's fair. It's fair. Uh, I, I, I do acknowledge that that was, a, that's, that is a position of privilege, but still, Charlie, somehow I still feel like we shouldn't have fallen for that. At least, even if we we're going, um, it was going to be president. I don't think that promise was what should have, like, what should have made us elect for him to get. And well, I don't know what the stats are or whether that was really the um, deciding factor as to why people voted for him. But if that was, and I disagree with that being the deciding factor, I do acknowledge that me disagreeing with that is me speaking from a position of privilege. Irrespective of how small the privilege may be, and I think, I think it's, it's, I think, I think when, when we, when we start to acknowledge certain, certain privileges we have, it, it definitely bodes well for, um, better discussions, open dialogue. Again, yeah, me, I'm a fan of dialogue, but a fan of the communication. Um, yeah, so what was I saying? I was saying the whole Christian thing. Um, when you look at when you look at um, Joseph, let's take Joseph. Joseph is a prime example of what I think should be the norm, right? A man who relies on God is placed in a position of authority, and what he does in that position is transform the land. Do you know how crazy that is? And what I'm saying is, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be an abnormality. That should have been the norm, if you're being honest. Like, me coming up and seeing, uh, I should be able to look at the leader and say, okay, this particular land is prospering because of this man, and this man is able to let this is able to direct this land based on his connection to the ultimate source of power, the ultimate source of glory, riches, resources. But it's quite unfortunate that that's not the case, and I feel like politicians are partly are probably part of the reason why people have a big issue with religion, and even me, myself, the. The idea of religion, like that word religion and the concept of religion, I struggle with it, I struggle with it a lot. But I think people really like to intermix the religion and Christianity. For most people, it's the same thing. <laughs> it is, and that's a different conversation. For most people, it's the same thing. Christianity and religion, when Christianity is viewed as a religion. Um, but the technicalities we might we, we could get in, into it differently. But when you look at politicians who claim they're Christian, act in certain ways and yield certain outputs, yield certain fruits, it's very, very, very hard to take other Christians serious or take or take Christianity in itself serious because 
there are people who are claiming to rep the <laughs> well, lack of better we rep the brand, but their behavior is just ish. Anyway, that's just my this is just my mini rant because it was I was just I was thinking why like it's very possible the, Ghana has the human resources to make to make it work. At least in my opinion. I think Ghana has the human resources. We are smart, we are really smart people. We are really, really smart people that are able to set certain strategies and processes and procedures to make things happen. We see it in our daily lives. We see it in our personal, in our, our startups, our startups. We see it in the private sector. We see it in so many places except for the public sector and government, which is, what's, what's happening? Is it, is it that once we get into these positions, like we just, is it, is it that the ability to make, to cause change once you get into these positions is so hard that it's quite, it's rather easy to just fit in with the norm? Is that the, is that the, is that the issue that it's easier to fit in and just conform to whatever is happening now or happening in this, in that ecosystem than it is to, actually bring about change? These are questions I do not have the answers to. But I do think that we have the resources, human resources, and I think that we have sufficient natural resources like the coal, 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 gold, timber. I think we have sufficient resources if utilized correctly in the right way. Oil, let's not forget the crude. If utilized in the right way, can just can turn this whole ship around. Because honestly, dollar being 10, 20 is not it. Pound being 11, whatever, is not it. The euro being 15, whatever, is not it. Ghanaians deserve better. We need our leaders to stand up. We need the people to want better and demand better. They're too relaxed. And when I say we're too relaxed, it doesn't necessarily mean that because we are not marching in the street. Now you can start the change from your workplace, from the output you're, you're given. Right? The output you're put, you're, remember the last episode we said that if you claim to be Christian, like your output has to show. Yes, so your output has to, like, do you understand? You need to be given a certain type of output, a certain level of output every day. It can be a one off thing. It can be only when you have a review. It should be the norm. Right? It should be the norm. And I've been ranting and ranting and I'm done ranting. Oh, Charlie. Attire. Ghana is stressed. And it's very frustrating to be someone who is adamant that things can happen for you in Ghana. So you keep, you, you, you're like, you don't, personally, I don't believe you need to go outside the country to make it. But that has been, that's sort of been the norm. And, Charlie, why, why can't, why can't you make it here? Why can't you make it here? Because we have made, the system way too difficult for ourselves. Charlie, we need to set better standards for ourselves. You see, before we can, here's the thing, is we need to demand more from the government. That's facts. The government needs to do better. People in authority need to do better. That's facts. No one is debating that. But we as a people need to demand more from ourselves. When it comes to environmental hygiene, personal hygiene, output in the workplace, 
mentality we need to demand more from, from ourselves. And we are capable of doing it. We are very, very capable of doing it. So why don't we do it? You wake up in the morning, look yourself in the mirror and say, okay, today I'm going to be excellent in whatever I do. I'm going to give 100% in whatever I do. And you might not always get 100%, but when you lead with that mentality, you might, you might end the day with giving a 90%, which is, which is great. You might end the day giving an 89 and 85, which is great. It's not terrible, but aim for 100. But let's say you shoot for, the, shoot for the moon, you land on a star. Charlie, we can do it. Me, me I really give him for it. It's like one, one Twitter guy says, um, it's an S right. I really give him for Ghana inside. It's possible and we can do it. So, peace out. Mm-hmm.